Bring spring color inside this season with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake. Or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass. Whatever your inspiration, start your spring with durable colors that last all season with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hour number three, our third and final live right here on this Wednesday on the early line all across the Spiz Grizz Network. That is Sports Grid. That is Donnie Wright's side. I am Ben Stevens, DRS. It is day number two of October baseball. It's the fourth day of October, but the second day of playoff baseball on the diamond. And for a second consecutive day, a quadruple header of action. Game number two in all four of the wild card series where one team, Donnie, enters with a chance to advance in October to the division series and the other is fighting for their lives to keep their season afloat. It is why we love playoff baseball and here in this third hour, we will preview it all. The updated series prices, what the outlook is for the remainder of this series and beyond and of course a preview, Donnie, of all four individual matchups on this fourth day of October, the second of playoff baseball. It's fantastic stuff. And again, this is why we love the three-game set. Four teams looking to be eliminated. Four teams looking to move on. And does that give us game threes on Thursday afternoon? Sensational setup so far. We're excited for it. Absolutely. Donnie, I think if you're a detractor, if you're an old stooge that doesn't like the new expanded playoff format in MLB, it's been a pretty tough year for you. The changes in the sport, making games faster and a little bit more exciting with the addition that we have on the on the base paths, the balls in play more often, the expanded playoff format that has allowed excitement into the final month and a half of the regular season. Now seeing that here in this wild card round, a best of three series man it's a good time to be a fan of major league baseball we welcome in our sports grid radio audience here hour number three our third and final on the early line sirius xm channel 159 all of our radio terrestrial affiliates now in the fold so donnie the four teams that are on the brink of elimination the brewers the marlins the rays in the Blue Jays, we asked the public who has the best chance of avoiding elimination and coming back from their 0-1 series deficit. Milwaukee had most of the vote at 40%, but not much more than about 38.5% of the public going with the Rays. The least amount, Miami, they're on the road in Philadelphia, a red October atmosphere indeed. The Jays, the second best or the second least amount of this vote. It's interesting, Donnie, because Minnesota lost 18 straight playoff games before yesterday, but the Twins looked like they had bucked that trend in a big way. Donnie, who are you going with? Who do you think has the best shot to come back from an 0-1 series hole and extend a series to a third game and maybe even advance in October? Yeah, I think the public's on to something here, Ben, because you take a look at the Marlins. I agree. They should be the lowest on the total poll, 6.9%. Yeah. Then second to last, the Toronto Blue Jays. I agree with that as well. But it is pretty much of a dogfight here between the Brewers and the Rays. The reason we say this, I normally would have voted for the Brewers here because they're frontline starting pitching. Yeah. But let's remember, yesterday you had your ace on the mound and lost to a guy that's probably a third starter on Arizona. That rotation yeah. flips around, and Zach Gallen now comes back to the mound. That's going to be a tough hill to climb here for the Brewers. 
Now, also, looking at the Rays, Eflin's on the mound. He's been unbelievable at home in the trap. They're a better baseball team than what they showed yesterday. And again, Eovaldi, if we were talking about this game being played uh, July 3rd, whoa, Eovaldi's one of the best yeah. pitchers in baseball. They have a good chance. He hasn't been one of the best pitchers of baseball, quite frankly. He's been the opposite of a great pitcher over his last 20 innings here. That's why I trust the Rays yeah. a little bit more. But I think the public got it right here. The two teams we should be looking at to come back, the Brewers and the Rays. And also, once again, keep in mind, these teams are all at yeah. home. So if they force a game three, it will be at home a major advantage. You just have to get through that hurdle of today. A minus 154 favorite. That was Milwaukee entering this series to win it outright in the best of three. Tampa around a similar number entering game number one against the Rangers yesterday because Tyler Glass now was on the bump for the Rays. Corbin Burns on the bump for the Brew Crew. But not only is the public spot on, so is Donnie. Tampa has a better shot just based on the odds than that of Milwaukee at this moment because when you look at this updated series outlook the rangers are a minus 235 favorite but tampa's a minus 156 favorite on that money line today drs which would swing those odds drastically for game number three at the trop still home field advantage for the rays the brewers are a slight favorite today but it's minus 130 with Freddie Peralta on the mound, who has been sensational, one of the best pitchers in the last two months in MLB, but going up against the ace of Arizona, Zach Gallen, a National League Cy Young contender. And the D-backs are a minus 300 favorite to win this series outright now against Milwaukee. I'll make the point that value is there for both the Rays and the Brewers, but Donnie, just from the odds, Tampa has an easier, at least on paper, schedule today than that of Milwaukee having to face off against Gallon. It's correct. And also, let's just take a look at the odds market and how it shifts here. FanDuel open again. Sometimes we talk about these football opening lines. Sometimes they were weeks in advance, yeah. right? That's not the case for baseball here on a day-to-day -day basis. FanDuel actually opened up Tampa Bay earlier this morning at a minus 138 price. They now sit at minus 158. Yeah. So the public also believing Ooh, that still. there's a better chance that Tampa Bay wins today. If you take a look at some of the other series, like Minnesota opened up at a minus 148. They're now down to a minus 138. So people believe that Toronto is a chance to bounce back with Barrios on the mound. But also, how about this? Milwaukee, 126 is a favorite. Again, that's a slight favorite. It's almost roughly a pick here. They're up to 130. So maybe the public also starting to lean a little bit more on Milwaukee as well. And the Philadelphia Phillies, they opened up at a minus 144 price. They're up to minus 162. Hence, the public got it right there yeah. as well. And the poll saying, like, you know what? The least amount of yeah. chance to win a game today, we think, is the Marlins. And the price points are telling you that as well. The Twins are minus 420 right now to win this series outright. A huge victory yesterday in Minnesota, turning the tide for the Twins. An 18-game playoff losing skid, no more. Royce Lewis, two home runs, all three runs accounted for for the rookie. For Minnesota, a 3-1 victory. Again, it is a pretty short number today, minus 138 in favor of the Twins, expecting some resilience from Toronto and Jose Barrios. But Sonny Gray has been great this year for Minnesota as well. It's a minus 650 price DRS for Philadelphia to win this series outright, sweeping their divisional foe in the Marlins. It's a minus 162 price with Aaron Nola on the bump at Citizens Bank tonight against Braxton Garrett. That was the fear for the fish despite a strong end of the year in the final portion of September. What would their frontline starting pitching look like and the advantage and the edge certainly in favor of Philadelphia. Zach Wheeler, great last night in Philly. Red October continues today with Aaron Nola. Not only a minus 650 favorite DRS to win this series outright, the best price of any of the favorites today at minus 162 to win game Number two. Let's look forward to the next series as well if the Phillies do handle their business today. Zach Wheeler, we'll see if he'll be eligible to pitch on Saturday night. But keep in mind, Sunday's a day off in the NLDS, which means they'll go on Monday, which actually really helps the Phillies. You don't want to see that for the Braves. You want to go every single day with maybe just a travel day off. Advantage, maybe Philadelphia Phillies with their pitching rotation, even though they had to play in the wild card round. We'll see how it plays out, but they need to win tonight. We'll continue to break down the quadruple header of Major League Baseball playoff action a little bit later on here in hour number three. Not only the games, but the value in the series and pennant prices as well. We turn our attention back to football quickly next on TEL. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Your spring is about to get a lot more power with the Home Depot. Get gas-like power from mowing, trimming, and blowing with the Ryobi 18-volt 1 Plus system starting at just $89. Mowing power that can take on a third of an acre with one charge. Trimming power with up to two hours of runtime. And blowing power with 110 miles per hour of clearing force. All on one interchangeable battery. Get cordless gas-like power for the entire lawn with the Ryobi 18-volt 1 Plus system. Only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Back live right here on the early line on this Wednesday all across the sports grid network. The opening month of the NFL season now in the books, but week number five starts tomorrow, DRS. It is game day eve once again in the National Football League. But before week number five gets underway, we reset where things are around the NFL. Yesterday, Donnie, we looked at the NFC after four weeks. Now we look at the AFC after four weeks. And before we dive in, a couple of breaking news updates we need to bring to you here on this Wednesday. The Chargers are trading J.C. Jackson back to New England. Jackson signed with the Bolts two off seasons ago now for a five-year $82.5 million deal, a ton of money for a defensive back for only after a season and a couple of games Donnie to trade him back to New England the Patriots making that move with the Chargers paying a substantial majority of JC Jackson's remaining deal because the talented rookie out of Oregon Christian Gonzalez as we learned this morning as well a torn labrum he is out for the remainder of the year for the Pats yeah, disastrous season for the Pats has looked like so far here. You're not getting yeah. quarterback play from the guy that you thought would be your franchise guy. You're losing talented guys out of the secondary. But also, let's not forget the Chargers, who was trying to hope for one of the last pieces to the puzzle for Super Bowl runs would have been J.C. Jackson, yeah. and it just didn't work out. So whose fault is that? He was a very good football player. Final two years, I believe, in New England, I've read 17 interceptions total. He's only had one, I believe, since he's been with the Chargers. So Brandon Stanley wasn't able to fit a good football player, what we thought, into that organization have him assimilate in that scheme. Good move for the Patriots because they're going to get him back cheap. And then when I say cheap, he's still going to have a big-time year-to-year salary, but compensation based on that salary, you probably would think for a good cornerback, two first-round picks like you would see like a Jalen Ramsey. No. It's like basically a pick swap, like fifth and sixth picks, which is ridiculous here. So good for moving on for the Chargers. Good for the Patriots here. How that's going to impact either team, probably not much. Yeah, I don't really get it, Donnie. You know, you invested so much in J.C. Jackson. He barely played last year, injured after only five games. Maybe disastrous for L.A., but that's kind of where the Chargers organization feels like it's heading. He played in two games this year and did have an interception in one of them with nine or three passes defended already. The RS, he finished second in the AP Defensive Player of the Year voting in 2021. He had a league-leading 23 passes defended. He had eight interceptions. A pick six returned in there as well. Nine INTs the year prior in 2020. So I think it's a failure on the side of the Bolts. J.C. Jackson injured last year and you couldn't find a spot for him this year what a weird trade and you're paying all of his salary or a good majority of it 
ship the Chargers out of here, Donnie. And you look right now at where the Bolts are in the AFC title odds. 13 to 1, the fifth best price. You couldn't pay me, Donnie, to put your money down on that price to win the AFC championship. Enough with the Chargers optimism. Enough with thinking Brandon Staley might be even a mediocre coach. He's not. He costs his team each and every week. And as we learned yesterday, Donnie, and as Dr. Chow broke down for us on Monday, Justin Herbert has a fractured finger on his left hand. The good news for LA, they're on the bye this week. So some time to rest up, but man, the Chargers just continue to confound me, Donnie. And I don't understand why they would even be 13 to one. They're two and two this year and haven't looked impressive in either of those victories. Yeah, now getting banged up and injured a little bit here is never a good thing. Mike Williams, as we already know, is going to be down for the year with the ACL injury. But this is one of those teams that we look at every year where you say to yourself, I don't understand here, and I don't know what's going wrong. Dominant wide receiver, dominant running backs, dominant quarterback, solid offensive line, you know, great front seven, and a secondary that can make some plays. And every year you go, like, yeah, what's the issue here? Maybe it's just is the head coach and the way the regime is being run right now. There's way too much talent on that football team just to sit back and like, ah, oh, if they make the playoffs, that's good enough. And then they make the playoffs and then give up one of the worst defeats that you've ever seen in NFL playoff history last yeah. year to the Jaguars. Something just isn't working out, and it's probably Brandon Staley. All four games decided by a single score to fight, despite the fact the Bolts were up 24-zip at the break last Sunday against Las Vegas. And the Chargers really represented it, Donnie, what we have seen here in the AFC. We spent all offseason long since Aaron Rodgers made it clear his intention was to play for the Jets about the gauntlet. The AFC was going to be as a conference as a whole. The Jets, gone. The Chargers, I don't think you really have that much optimism in them. The Bengals, the two-time team that has made it to the AFC championship game, a one-in-three start. The Jets, Jaguars, the plucky young team that was going to win the AFC South running away two and two so far this year. Donnie, the teams we expected to be at the top, the Chiefs and the Bills certainly are. And then you have the Ravens, who we thought could be there. And the Dolphins have been the most impressive team, I think, overall in the AFC. Kansas City, Donnie, is going to be there. You can try to write them off. It's not going to happen. With Patrick Mahomes as the starting quarterback for the previous five full seasons, Kansas City has won at least 12 games. They have won the AFC West seven consecutive years. And they have played in the AFC Championship game at bare minimum all five years Mahomes has been the starter. Donnie, the Chiefs are going to be there once again. And regardless of some of the efforts they have put out there on tape the opening four weeks of the season. Sometimes it's about schedule. And again, equating it to the NFC, we talked about the Philadelphia Eagles and how tough it's going to be of a road. Not because they're not a good football team, but because who they play, where they play them, and my goodness, let's see what they can do. It's the same thing for the Chiefs, but obviously in an opposite direction. Their schedule is tough. They have a first-place schedule. They won the Super Bowl last year. But let's take a look at those ultra-competitive tough games, or at least we think they will be. The Miami Dolphins, where is it? That's at home. The Miami, excuse me, that's actually over. It's not a true home game for them. Not a true road game, exactly. So you're not going to get the Dolphins where it's on the road. You take a look at the Eagles. Where's that game? It's at home. You take a look at the Bills. Where's that game? It's at home. And then maybe if the Bengals rebound at the end of the season, that game also at home. That is a great schedule for the Kansas City Chiefs. And you're right. They will be there at the end because, number one, their schedule says so. And it's Patrick Mahomes. If he stays healthy, they will be right in the thick of things. Probably saying again, like, my goodness, another top seed there for Kansas City. It has to go through Kansas City and Arrowhead here. That's the way it looks. And the schedule right now has been easy. Chicago, the Jets gave them a test, but still a victory. They get Minnesota, even on the road this week, a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Denver at home, the Chargers at home. Justin Herbert has not beaten Patrick Mahomes yet since he became the starting quarterback for L.A. DRS, maybe we're starting to turn our uh, change our tune just slightly in the AFC, though. Buffalo, an incredibly disappointing start to the year. Now they've won three straight, and in those three victories, looking incredibly impressive winning by 28 against Las Vegas in the home opener in week number two by 34. The victory margin over the Commanders week number three and the most impressive of them all, a four-touchdown victory last weekend at home against the Dolphins. 
Yeah, they're going to let it rip, too, over the next couple weeks. You know, you're going to take on Jacksonville, which, again, is not going to be a home game or an away game. It's going to be a neutral site game. The Giants, who aren't very good. The Patriots are scrambling. The Buccaneers, who actually are having a better season than most people thought. But that game also at home, you take on the Bengals, who, who knows where they're going to be. So the schedule does set up fairly well for the Buffalo Bills. But regardless if they play a good team or not, they're a very good football team. Von Miller coming back into the fold here to fortify that pass rush here. Josh Allen rounding yeah. into form for the MVP candidate we think he can all be. As long as he keeps feeding Stephon Diggs on the outside and he's happy, this offense is going to move up and down the field. So exciting things for the Buffalo Bills. They'll be right there. But you know what I feel again? At the end of the season, where are we going to be playing this football game? In Arrowhead, last chance with the football, Mahomes. They win it. You say, boy, they just can't get over the hump. They had a legitimate chance last year. Get the home game. They were in position to be the top seed in the AFC is what you need, and they let that fall away, and then they didn't actually advance because why? They can't win in the playoffs. they got to be at home against the better teams. They were at home last year in a wintry Western New York game against the Bengals, and they got shellacked in yes, that football did. game. DRS, you were optimistic about the Ravens entering this year, having a Super Bowl ticket. Mm -hmm. How have the flock looked to you so far through four weeks? Better than expected. You say, well, what do you mean? They lost to the Colts at home. This team isn't healthy yet. We were supposed to take a look at the Ravens with an elite offense with wide receivers that can help Lamar. They're all banged up and injured. When they get healthy, we'll get a good look. But they're winning football games, and that's the key in the AFC North. That was their only loss of the year. The only 3-1 and one team in the AFC North. The early line approach to week five next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Bring spring color inside this season with Bear Premium Plus paint starting at $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bear exclusive color Arrowhead Lake. Or a splash of Amazon Jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with Sea Glass. Whatever your inspiration, start your spring with durable colors that last all season with Bear Premium Plus paint starting at $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. This show live right here on a Wednesday on SportsGrid is, of course, known as the early line. On game day eve of week number five of the National Football League regular season, we look at the early lines for this upcoming weekend. Not Thursday night football. Again, a true test on if you really love the sport. The Commanders and the Bears tomorrow night in Landover. But what we will see on the Sunday slate. Here's another test, DRS. If you can sit there and watch every bit of offense the Giants either put or fail to put on display on Sunday in Miami. The Dolphins and the Giants a 10 and a half point spread. It is the largest spread of week number five. Double digits in favor of the Finns in over under at 49 and a half. Donnie that would tell me with an over-under of 49.5, being one of the highest that we have on this Sunday slate, by the way, the Dolphins are expected to score 42 points because I don't know how the Giants really contribute in any way. Yes, and also, I was going to set this game up by saying like something fresh, like, hey, you don't need two chains. You just need a chain for this weekend, but it's a chance. So it sort of throws it out the chance. window. I can't yeah. use that anymore. But my goodness, if you let's take a look, though. If you're the New York Giants here, you embarrassed yourself. But also... 
The Miami Dolphins embarrassed themselves, and that's a bad equation for the New York Giants. They are scrambling the Giants just to get five starters on their offensive line. They stink at wide receiver. Who knows if Saquon Barkley is coming back? And quite frankly, why are you rushing him back to get into the mix right now? Their defense is poor, and the Dolphins will be chomping at the bit to get back on that field and erase the memory of just a week ago, a 28-point loss to the Buffalo Bills. That line opened up at 9.5, and now sits at 10.5, and some outlets even have 11 here. And I agree. Now, if you're the ultimate contrarian, you're taking the Giants. But even though we look at the Dolphins and say, hey, you can score on this team. Are the Giants the team to do it? Ben, it's almost like the the countdown that we used on Monday and the breakdown to say to ourselves, like, okay, look how banged up Seattle's secondary is. We go like, well, does that even matter? Because the Giants are so bad they can't abuse any of those deficiencies. I don't know if they can this week, but I got to tell you, the line looks light to me. Does it look light to you? It looks light to me, DRS. The total looks light to me because I think Miami might try to put up 50. I don't really think the Giants contribute much. The New York Giants have scored 46 points this year. Shutout week number one, 31 against Arizona, but all 31 of those points coming in the second half. They scored 12 against San Francisco. So what? They scored three last week against the Seattle Seahawks. And the Seahawks are not quite the defense that either the Cowboys or the Niners are, and maybe Miami isn't either. But I think Miami is going to get a run by Vic Fangio this week at practice, with he telling his dog inside we need to be better if we are going to be a true title contender and I think they will be I just don't know Donnie unless Saquon Barkley plays even if he plays because of how bad the offensive line is right now for the G-men how they put up more than 10 points in this football game. I really don't. And that's not because I think the Dolphins have a great defense. I think it will get better. It's why I believed in Vic Fangio entering this year and Jalen Ramsey at a certain point, of course, will be back as well. But boy, it is tough right now. So Donnie, there's a chance as we look at the Miami outlook overall as we were breaking down the best teams in the AFC and the Dolphins have that fourth best price to win a conference championship at plus 650, one of four teams with only three digits in their number, that Miami is off to a 4-1 and one start with an impressive victory on Sunday at home against New York. Not impressive because they beat the Giants, but maybe by double digits covering as a 10.5 point favorite. Donnie, where do you stand on Miami at this point entering week number five. I like them. And as long as Tua Tagovailoa is healthy, I really like them. And again, you're going to get beat in instances in the NFL. And sometimes it doesn't matter if you get beat by one point or 40 points. But having said that, you saw the return to dominance here for the Buffalo Bills last week. But also, that was a must-win game for the Buffalo Bills. Knowing that if they lost that mm-hmm. game, there was probably a slim margin they could win the AFC East. And yes, that does play into it in the NFL. It's not a you know a April 30th game like, hey, the Phillies lost to the Braves. Oh, my goodness. How can they recover? Yeah. Well, they have 120 games left to recover. You don't have that in the NFL. So that was a must-win situation. The Dolphins will come home, and this is the perfect opponent to get. Bad on defense, bad on offense, handle your business, score 30 points, get the good vibes back, and continue on in your season. A plus 650 price is legitimate because you know what? The Buffalo Bills' next game against the Miami Dolphins, it's not in Buffalo. It's down in Miami. So advantage towards the Miami Dolphins. They lost the game. They can recover, and they will this weekend. But I'm not looking at the game last week, Ben, by saying, hey, you know what, Ben? We were right. The Dolphins just can't win anything. That's not the case in the NFL. Donnie, we knew that was going to be the situation. It's why the marquee matchup just on paper on the field itself had added implications. Two conference contenders, of course, for that AFC championship battling it out in what feels to be a two-team race in the AFC East. A Miami Miami victory last week, a perfect 2-0 start for the Finns in division, and an 0-2 start for Buffalo, like Donnie alluded to, a ton of ground then would have had to been made up by Buffalo. That's not the situation anymore of course the Kansas City Chiefs Donnie on the road in Minnesota against the Vikings a five and a half point number in favor of KC the Vikings won their first game of the year cool what do they do for an encore this week back at home against KC 
Yeah, and of course, they gave up a lot of points at home because Brian Flores' defense actually showed some signs of life last week, but you have to take it with a grain of salt. Everybody's defense shows signs of life against the Carolina team that's led by Bryce Young right now. They'll get it together, but yeah. obviously it wasn't ready last week. But looking at the Kansas City Chiefs, we know we're losing here, though, the big playability right now for Kansas City, which was there for so many years, and Tyree Kill is one of the headliners there. But I don't think you need big playability to move the football against the Minnesota Vikings. So the focus on this game is actually going to be on the Vikings and their offense and what they can do against Kansas City. Who's actually had a pretty good run so far over the past four games on defense. Steve Spagnuolo, this team for me playing above their head on defense and maybe not as good on offense as we thought they might be. The total of this game coming in at 53 and a half, it feels right here. But again, the big play explosive plays for Kansas City aren't there. So maybe we play more towards an under. You know everybody's looking at this total saying, hey, 53 and a half, these two teams, they should get after it. And rightfully so. But I'm actually leaning a little bit more towards the under and also We always talk about Minnesota and what they can't do when they're supposed to be favorites. They can't win. It's always being close games. Well, if you're always in close games and you're getting close to a touchdown, isn't that the time you should start to take a look at the Minnesota Vikings? They should be able to move the football. But the problem is, again, can the defense hold it down? They played well last week, came up with a clutch stop at the end of the game. Maybe they can use that momentum to move forward here and take on the Kansas City Chiefs. Should the Chiefs win? Yes, they should. But do we see the Chiefs struggle sometimes in these environments? Yes, we do. And Minnesota getting points. Much better than them laying points in an NFL game for me. The Vikings had 42 offensive snaps last week, Donnie. It was a change of philosophy from what we had seen the first three weeks. Kirk Cousins had thrown for at least 344 yards in all three of the opening matchups and thrown the football at least 44 times. A 74.5 pass play percentage for the Vikes in the opening three games. Kirk threw it. 19 times only on Sunday in Carolina. By the way, the first victory for the Vikings. They ran it 23 times with Alexander Madison, 17 carries, 95 yards, and Cam Akers, the newly acquired Akers, five carries for 40 yards, a buck 35 on the ground. Much better in the ground game for Minnesota a week ago. I do think KC might make a statement offensively, though. 17 points in their first road game in Jacksonville. They did get a win and a cover. 20 points, or 23 points last week against New York, but 17 in the opening quarter and really faded down the stretch. I think Kansas City will look to put up some points in the Twin Cities. 53.5 the total there. 50.5 the total in Los Angeles. The Rams getting ready to welcome in the Philadelphia Eagles. The two past NFC championships uh, champions that we have seen seen Philly a four and a half point favorite DRS on the road in LA the Eagles trying to remain unbeaten do they improve to a perfect five and oh Yes, they do. They're a better team than the Rams overall. But the Rams showing some signs of life on offense here with Matthew Stafford coming into the season, not being able to connect with his younger wide receivers and even talk to them in the locker room. Well, he's talking with the football here, and he's certainly giving it to those young wide receivers, and they are accepting those gifts here. So I look for a total in this game at 15.5. It sounds about right, but also let's be honest here. The Eagles play their home games on grass. This is actually a team that's really built for turf. Jalen Hurts escaping the pocket, putting his foot in the ground and making moves here. That's going to help. DeAndre Swift out of the backfield. He is legitimate here. And on turf, he should be even faster. A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith on the outside. But the reason I'm bringing up turf is here, and it always comes up with the Eagles. The Eagles have a devastating pass rush. Nobody is slipping on the turf in Los Angeles for this one. They should be able to get home against Matthew Stafford. And keep in mind, Matthew Stafford with a little bit of a hip injury coming back from last week. If you can't get away from that pass rush, you're going to have extra results for the Philadelphia Eagles. But having said that, the Eagles will win, but somehow the Rams will come away with a massive moral victory, but the Eagles will win the actual football game. The Rams have had issues protecting Stafford this year. The Eagles got to Sam Howell five times a week ago. Finally here, DRS. A lot is up in the air currently in the AFC South. Very thin margins. All four teams at this moment are two and two in division. And you want to talk uh, slim margins. The Titans, a one-point favorite, minus 116 on that money line in Indianapolis on Sunday. Yesterday, it was a pick of minus 108, minus 108. The man on the right side of that screen in this running back battle might be out there on Sunday in Indy. Jonathan Taylor is expected to return. Turn to practice, activated off the pup list today for the Colts, Donnie. 
Yeah, we'll see what happens with that. But I was ultimately impressed last week by the Titans on defense. That front seven, I mean, ragdolled the Cincinnati Bengals front line. It's a better front number, front line here for the Colts. But having said, it looked like old school Derrick Henry. Like he was reinvigorated as like a year two or year three player in the NFL. He was sensational. I think yep. that front seven here on both sides is going to be the key to victory. But also, I'm going to lean more on that Titans front seven than I am for the Colts here. I'll lay the minus one here. They get a victory there against Indianapolis. DRS, you look at the Tennessee Titans this year in terms of their spreads, right? This is a one-and-a-half-point margin. Three, two-and-a-half, three-and-a-half, two-and-a-half, one. That's a Tennessee Titans football game waiting to happen. A preview of Major League Baseball playoff action next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Your spring is about to get a lot more power with the Home Depot. Get gas-like power from mowing, trimming, and blowing with the Ryobi 18-volt 1 Plus system starting at just $89. Mowing power that can take on a third of an acre with one charge. Trimming power with up to two hours of runtime. And blowing power with 110 miles per hour of clearing force. All of one interchangeable battery. Get cordless gas-like power for the entire lawn with the Ryobi 18-volt 1 Plus system. Only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It is the fourth day of October, but the second day of October baseball. Playoff action back for a second consecutive day with four games around the MLB diamond in all four of the wild card series. And Donnie, let's make it very simple and explain this out for everybody. Game number two in Tampa, in Minnesota, in Milwaukee, and in Philadelphia. And in these game twos around all four series, a team is either one win away from advancing to the division series and extending their run in October or the other team is on the brink of having their season come to a close eliminated from postseason consideration all the stakes are here Donnie for this Wednesday around MLB we start in Tampa at the Trump where the Rays were the favored side yesterday to take a 1-0 series advantage over the Texas Rangers except it was bad defense from Tampa and inability at the plate and the Rangers blanked the Rays, winning 4-0 over Tampa. But today, DRS, it's the Rays again as a minus-158 home money line favorite looking to extend their season and force a winner-take-all game number three. Does Tampa Donnie do just that today against Texas? Yes, they do. But on a side note here, you saw yesterday, you know, Philadelphia Phillies, 45 plus thousand, every other stadium there, rocking and rolling, sold out. And it looked like just a mid time, mid after mid season, I should say, matinee in Tampa. 19,000 people showed up for that game. So as as I say, man, imagine, Ben, if they got a brand new stadium and dropped it down in Tampa, they'd have 19,000 again for that playoff game here. They don't care about baseball in Tampa. So stop with the, it's going to take a new ballpark to get everybody out there. It worked really well with the Marlins, who I actually think have less attendance now than when they had a pro player stadium back in the day as what it's called but let's get back to the game today and let's line this thing up if we're looking again on the card itself i'm saying to myself you know what What's the pitching matchup, and what does it come down to yesterday? I thought yesterday Tampa had the better pitcher on the mound. It didn't work out that way. Montgomery was fantastic. But if we reline it up again today, eight pitchers on the card, number two over the past 60 days in Major League Baseball, with XFIP today, 3.01. That's Zach Eflin. So where does Nathan Eovaldi come in? 
eighth out of eight pitchers and by a wide margin here. A 5.03 XFIP number and a 9.30 ERA. If you even want to take a look at just the FIP itself, 7.88. He's been a disaster. But again, you're talking about a Tampa Bay offense that didn't show up yesterday. So it's not as if you have like the 27 Yankees over there ready to just wreak havoc on Eovaldi. That's not the case. And it is a true pitcher's ballpark. But having said that and lining it up, I'm leaning towards Tampa Bay. It's all hands on deck for them. Even though technically it should yeah. be for the Rangers because they, they want to close the situation out today. They're not going to burn starters and extra bullpen guys just to get through this game knowing they have an extra game in their back pocket here. So if I'm just being objective, yeah. I can't see Tampa Bay losing. But then again, Ben, yesterday, I didn't see them losing either, and they did. Donnie, we're seeing a ton of movement on these lines for these four individual matchups and, of course, the series prices outright and the odds to win a pennant. Earlier today, minus 152 in favor of the Rays. When we started this discussion, minus 158, now back down to minus 146. Yes, it's just a couple of cents, and the markets will be influenced by where the bets and the money come in. But again, it rises to the stakes of an elimination game for Tampa Bay in a game for Texas trying to advance to the American League Division Series. Baltimore will take on the winner of this set between the Rangers and the Rays. And again, let me just echo what Donnie said about Zach Eflin, but maybe mainly with Nathan Eovaldi. An all-star DRS for the Rangers in the first half of yep. this MLB campaign. Made one outing following the all-star break on July 18th. He went six innings, allowing two hits against the Rays, this very team, and had no no earned runs given up. At that point, Donnie, Avaldi was 11-3 with a 2.69 ERA. But something happened in that start where he was injured and then placed on the IR until September. He has made six starts since his return. He has a 9-3-0 ERA and has allowed 21 earned in those six starts. This is not the same Nathan Eovaldi we have seen in the first half of the season today. And again, one final point here about value. The Rays are favored to win this baseball game, around a dollar and a half favorite at home. The Rays were the favorites to win this series outright entering this three-game set. If the Rays force a winner-take-all game number three, more than likely, Tampa will be at least a slight home favorite, and it might be more than slight. In the Rays right now, DRS, the favorites entering the series, the favorites to win game one, the favorites to win game number two, who will have home field advantage in game number three, are the underdogs at plus 186. So if you think Tampa wins, you can bet the money line price. You can bet a first five number. You can bet the run line, whatever you want to do. I would also recommend taking that plus 186 price for the Rays to win this series outright, at least at bare minimum, Donnie. You guarantee a middle come game number three tomorrow. Yes, and also, if they, if, let's just say you don't even bet the game today. Say, so, you know what? I know they're going to win. I just want that price for the series. Well, if they lose today, you know what? You didn't pay any juice. If they lose today and you bet them to win straight up, you're going to lose quite a bit of juice on that. So just some other ways yeah. that you can actually bet and handle this series. But coming down to it, I think we get a much better performance. Come, look, they didn't commit four errors all year in a single game. They committed them yesterday in yeah. the playoffs. It's kind of wild the way it turns out. Yeah. Last night, one of the best pitchers in baseball was walking guys like a merry-go-round out there. I don't think that happens today, but yeah. it also, it's a lot of pressure on Eflin, season on the line. He's got to be really good today. Got to step up in these tremendous yes. spots. Minnesota snapped an 18-game playoff losing skid yesterday against Toronto. Speaking of pressure spots, trying to win their first postseason series since 2002. Sonny Gray gets that nod today for Minnesota against Toronto. The Twins a minus 148 favorite. Gray hoping for what Pablo Lopez had yesterday. Not only the stuff on the bump, but Royce Lewis in a couple of long balls for the rookie. DRS, the total is eight. The Blue Jays season on the brink. The Twins trying to win their first postseason series in more than two decades. What happens today in the Twin Cities? I think the Twins get it done. If you're looking at the pitching matchup, we're going non-analytical look, right? Sonny Gray since August 1st at 2.03 ERA. Absolutely flat-out phenomenal. You take a look at Jose Barrios, a 440. Whoa, look at that. A big-time pitching mismatch. But if we take a look here and go over and say, well, what makes sense here in the analytics? You look at this. 3.31 for Gray. Barrios, 3.67. They're basically evened up at this point. But the same handicap does come true when you're trying to break this game down. You're looking at the left-handed batters and what they can do 
do against Jose Barrios. If we take a look at right-handed batters against Barrios, just to give a timeline here, last 30 days, he's faced 69 of those. Yeah. It's actually a 121 ISO power number, which is incredible. But to left-handed batters, it's a 231. So chances for the long ball again, as you take a look at Royce Lewis, maybe he can get that done. Now, granted, Royce Lewis is a right-handed batter, so he was actually going against the grain on the handicap yesterday, where you're looking towards those left-handed batters. But once again, the first eight batters in the lineup, everybody is plus on their ISO power number going up against right-handed pitching over the past 30 days for the Twins. Twins win, Twins win, Twins win. A win in men for the Twins. 87-75, and 75, the overall regular season record for Minnesota. If they were not in the American League Central, having won that division as the only team with a winning record and that wasn't five or six games below 500 or worse, Minnesota might not have been in the playoffs because the record is worse than Toronto, the teams that the sixth seed against them, the three seed. Their record was worse by a game than even the Mariners, who missed out on the postseason season and yet here is Minnesota with an opportunity to play in the ALDS against the defending champs the Houston Astros the twins a minus 420 favorite to win this series outright the third best price now at plus 450 to win the American League pennant now to the National League and DRS this is the beauty of playoff baseball we sat here yesterday the Brewers were the heaviest favorites on the board minus 180 with Corbin Burns going up against Brandon Fott yesterday for Arizona we thought we would be sitting here again on Wednesday saying well the Brewers sweep the Diamondbacks now can it be a snake sweep on the road in Milwaukee Freddie Peralta for the Brew Crew Zach Gallen a National League Cy Young front runner for Arizona DRS you could not ask for a better pitching matchup in a winner take all type of game or for Milwaukee trying to extend their season to see a third game in this wild card series DRS who gets the job done today in Milwaukee Freddie Peralta has been sensational since August 1st. A 2.51 XFIP number, an ERA of 2.70. Zach Allen, 3.68 ERA and a 3.36 XFIP here. So yesterday, I thought the game would stay under the total. A couple runs came through in the ninth and went over. I think this one does stay under because if we're looking from a pitching matchup to player matchup here, you're getting a pretty good one here. Let's start here with the Arizona Diamondbacks bats here. First three guys in the lineup, Carol, yeah. Marte, and Pham going up against right-handed pitching over the past month. They've been really good. Everybody else in that lineup has been poor and that's not a good start here against Freddie Peralta because we're taking a look at his ex his ISO power number over the last month it's actually been a little bit higher than his seasonal one from 175 to 210 but that weighted on base percentage of 298 that's well below average and I do think he's going to be on point today and then we take a look at yeah. Gallon on the opposite side he's going up against a, a lineup that every single time we've talked about Milwaukee this year it's where's all the pop in that lineup what type of damage they can do we'll take a look at Zach Allen 128 batters he's faced over the past month month a 132 iso power number you're not doing a lot of damage and why yelich has a 250 iso santana 197 autumn is 226 and taylor 375 everybody else below average here i'm looking under today in a true coin flip peralta i think is going to be really yeah. good but i'm going to give the edge to the diamondbacks based on yesterday here inching out a victory but i like the under more than the side itself DRS, I think it's really interesting, right? There were uh, four games yesterday. Three had a total of seven yeah. and a half. This one included in that for Milwaukee and Arizona. It went over. It was the only over yesterday. Now three totals at eight, one at seven and a hook. It's this game here between the Brewers and the Diamondbacks. I'll make this point in just a little bit as I give you my best bet because I'm back in the Brew Crew and I'm back yeah. in Freddie Peralta to keep their series alive. Plus 235 now for Milwaukee to win this series outright we'll see what happens tomorrow it would have been Brandon Woodruff or it might have been Woodruff today and Peralta tomorrow it's going to be a huge component of it but if I think Milwaukee can force a game three I'll take a plus 235 money line price for tomorrow's hedging and middling opportunity Zach Gallen on the road this year five and six with a 442 ERA at home it's why he was a Cy Young contender 247 a 12 and three record Record. Much worse on the road outside of the desert than in Arizona. We'll break it down in just a moment, but we finished DRS with the Phillies and the Marlins. Are they, the Philadelphia Phillies, going to finish the fish tonight and continue the vibes of Red October, Donnie? They're a minus 162 favorite at home at the bank. 
Analytics versus ERA. That's where we're going with this one right now. Take a look at Aaron Nola, 4.53 ERA since August 1st. How about this? Garrett, 2.85 ERA since August 1st. But if you Ooh. flip it over to the XFIP, we have Aaron Nola at 3.12, and you have Garrett at 4.09. Now, the breakdown is going to be the same as yesterday. What the Marlins are trying to do to the Phillies is throw as many left-handed pitchers as they possibly can to try to neutralize the left-handed bats for the Philadelphia Phillies. This game, again, will be won today probably by the right-handed batters. Why? Because if you're looking at lefties on the season against Garrett, a 113 ISO power number, righties on the season against him, a 187 ISO power number. And if we're looking in the middle of that lineup, it's Turner, Bohm, Riomuto, and Castellanos, all elevated ISO power numbers against left-handed pitching here. The Phillies get the job done today. The better pitcher and the better lineup and the better atmosphere. Why? Because they're at home today. We'll move on and take on the Atlanta Braves, and I can't wait for that series. The Phillies a minus 650 favorite to win this series outright. I would keep an eye on the under of the four and a half K prop for Braxton Garrett. You would think Miami season on the line. That line is very short for Garrett. Our best bet up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Your spring is about to get a lot more power with the Home Depot. Get gas-like power from mowing, trimming, and blowing with the Ryobi 18-volt 1 Plus system starting at just $89. Mowing power that can take on a third of an acre with one charge. Trimming power with up to two hours of runtime. And blowing power with 110 miles per hour of clearing force. All on one interchangeable battery. Get cordless gas-like power for the entire lawn with the Ryobi 18-volt 1 Plus system. Only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Um. Closing out our three hours together live right here on this Wednesday on the early line on Sports Grid. I'm Ben Stevens. Donnie Wrightside, of course, is here as well. So is the new Sports Grid app for anything you need. Available for download at the Apple and the Play Store. Scan the QR code on your screen in a matter of moments. All of our information there in the palm of your hand, including five star plays. Those are best bets, and you will need them for another quadruple header of Major League Baseball playoff action. Action for a second consecutive day. We'll give you a best bet as well. So before we say farewell and goodbye, it is time for an October baseball best bet. It is time for bye bye bye. Donnie, we've been saying it all show long, either on air or in the commercial breaks, how much we are enjoying this playoff baseball four-game set. The fact that we have playoff baseball starting at 3 p.m. Eastern time in the afternoon, the heightened environment, the atmospheres are electric. So, DRS, tell us where we going on this Wednesday, day number two of October playoff baseball. 30% profit boost here available for a same-game parlay at the FanDuel Sportsbook, and I'm going to take advantage of that. And I'm going to start with the very first game of the day in the afternoon, which I was wrong with yesterday, but I'm not going to back off it. I think Tampa Bay is going to win this game because they have the better pitcher on the mound. It's going to be a fade of Eovaldi. So if we take a look, I'm going to go Tampa Bay on the money line in this game, which is a minus 146. Isaac Paredes to record an RBI. Now, if we take a look at the breakdown for that quickly, you're struggling here with yeah. Nathan Eovaldi over the past 30 days against right-handed bats, a 367 ISO power number. Take a Look at Paredes, best in the lineup, a 281 ISO and a 371 weighted on base percentage against right-handed pitching over the past 30 days. We'll be able to drive in a run, but also I can't leave out Corey Seager. Like Corey Seager, every single game is going to oh. get a hit, so I'm going to throw him in to get a hit. Plus 466 is the payout there. Rays, Paredes, and Seager all together here. 
Love it, DRS. I'm looking at Milwaukee to keep their season afloat. I know Zach Gallon is a National League Cy Young contender, but worse on the road, a 4-4-6 ERA than he had at home, 2-4-7. Freddie Peralta gets it done. The Brewers survive Woo-hoo! for another day, and we'll preview game three tomorrow, live right here on the early line. Bring spring color inside this season with Bear Premium Plus paint starting at $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bear exclusive color Arrowhead Lake. Or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass. Whatever your inspiration, start your spring with durable colors that last all season with Bear Premium Plus paint starting at $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.